I'm Kyla Northcutt. Welcome to the Kids Learn Career Show. Each week I ask a different person about their job so you can know what your options are out in the world. My guest today is Larissa Hughes, a professional artist. Larissa, welcome to the show. First off, can you tell me what an artist is and what it's like to be one? Um, well, an artist can be all sorts of things, as I'm sure kind of everyone understands. Um, which is really cool. I mean, it can be a musician, I can be, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, but specifically, I do storyboarding and comics mostly. I also do some illustration. Um, and so, and I love it. It's it's like the best job mm-hmm. in my opinion. <laughs> <laughs> um, and so storyboarding is part of the animation prog- process. It's uh, sort of the map like the roadmap of kind of how the show or the movie will go uh they plan out kind of camera staging within it and it's kind of so um they can see what it will look like before they have they hand it off to the animators because it's a lot cheaper to like edit down an animatic with storyboards than it is to start editing down animation because then you're editing out cool stuff I don't know so um and then I've worked uh, on indie comics and I self-publish my own and that's also really rewarding. I've never worked at like for a specific publisher, but I've self-published a lot. That's really, it's a lot of fun. Yeah, that sounds like a really interesting job. Thanks. Yeah, so what kinds of things do you actually do day-to-day at work? Um, so it just depends on kind of what I'm working on. Um, comics and storyboards have a uh, kind of some similarities um there's always like a thumbnailing process a roughs process and a cleanup process so the thumbnails basically are the really rough tiny drawings so you can move them around real fast and you draw them really fast so they're not they don't take time you're not spending a ton of time you're just kind of thinking it out and then the rough stage is just the sketch stage and then obviously the final stage would be like say inking and coloring the comic or like cleaning up the storyboard so it's more presentable and more readable to someone like watching it. Well, that sounds fun. It is. It's all drawing, which is mm-hmm. what I love, so it sounds good to me. Yeah. <laughs> so what kinds of what when did you first know you wanted to do this kind of work? Um I when I was like 3 or 4 uh my family and I, a bunch of, like, my family and some extended family and I, we all went to Disney World, and uh, we got, that was back when Disney's, like, animation was uh, still out of Orlando, so we got to do a tour of the animation studio, and, like, ever since then, I've basically known I wanted to do art in some capacity, but really wanting to work for animation mostly in in some capacity so it's been I've wanted to do it for a long time (laughs) yeah that's (laughs) impressive that you that you knew what you wanted to do when you were four right it's a little it's a little weird (laughs) yeah (laughs) I mean yeah I just I've always loved drawing it helps when you really love it to practice yeah so Mm -hmm. so did you do anything else besides being an artist before um this and can you tell us a bit more about the path you took to get here um so I didn't really um do I didn't really think of any other careers Mm -hmm. or anything I wanted to do um I thought about doing being a physicist but I'm not great at math Mm -hmm. (laughs) so that was um uh 
but I so I went to college uh, for animation. And, you know, you graduate and it's pretty hard to get into an art career. A lot of people are, you know, like the the cliche, like starving artists and everything. Mm -hmm. um, so I definitely had a lot of kind of like side job, day jobs for a long time. I worked at a sign shop, like I've done all kinds of stuff. Um, I did. What's interesting is I actually considered another career like changing careers for a minute a couple years ago um, because I've always been really interested in the medical field. So I was a medical assistant and an ear, nose and throat doctor, which was fascinating and I learned a lot, um, but it was also extremely stressful and it really, really also helped hammer home like how much I really do wanna do art as a career, if that makes sense. I went, yeah, this isn't for me, <laughs> so yeah. 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 So what do you like most and least about doing your job? Um, I mean, obviously, like the creative stuff is my favorite part, the drawing, mm -hmm. the problem solving, um, you know, storytelling, getting to sit and figure out how a story works and really, you know, f figuring it out and drawing. And, um, and then like my least favorite is uh, the business aspect, not it can get really hard and being self-employed can get kind of like confusing sometimes mm -hmm. <laughs> with like money and everything. So that, that can be really frustrating for me. Yeah, that makes sense. Now a word from our sponsor. Looking for a way to start making some good money this summer? Start a neighborhood recycling business picking up extra plastics that can't go in your curbside recycling bin, but can be recycled at multiple locations throughout your city. I started doing this over a year ago and make about $150 a month for about an hour's worth of work. I don't know about you, but that's way more than my normal allowance. I even teamed up with my good friend Micah and created a course that teaches you exactly how to create a business like this yourself. Check out kidsgreenteam.com for more information. Okay, let's get back to the show. What level of education do you have? Was that required for your job? Um, so... I have a bachelor's of fine arts and animation from a school called Rocky Mountain College of Art and Design, which is in Lakewood, Colorado. Um, but uh, like education, like a college degree really isn't necessary to get into like animation and comics um, because like the people who are hiring you want to know, they wanna see what you can do. They don't really care much about where you went to school. Um, and just like anything, there are more prestigious schools for like animation and stuff as you know, than others. Um, but so, and I mean, like I say that I still had a very valuable time at school because I did learn, you know, how to put together a better portfolio and also, you know, made friends and connections like lifelong friends and connections through school that have been really helpful, but it's definitely not required, especially with how accessible so much is on the internet these days like you can find so much stuff for free like tutorials and education and programs to use and uh yeah so it's it's definitely not required <laughs> <laughs> yeah okay cool um so how much money would someone starting out in your field expect to make and what's the long-term income potential um so starting out I don't know a ton about kind of comic income, com like income for comics, just because it's I've mostly just done self-publishing and indie stuff, never like Marvel or DC or something. Um, but for like storyboarding, 
uh, if you can get into kind of a like a guild job, a guild supported job at a studio like in California or like other studios around the US, uh, they usually start around 80,000 a year and can go into the six digits as you um, like get you establish yourself, you get better, you know, you get high, like, you know, you move up from like cleanup to like storyboarding and to like, you know, directing, obviously the income gets higher. Um, but it also depends on like where you're working. So say if it's not a guild job, it can go anywhere from like, you know, 30, 40,000 a year to 80,000, you know, up from there. So, wow. That's a wide range. It's huge. <laughs> just, yeah. It just depends on, yeah. But um, but it's, it's cool that it's a job, an art job that, you know, people like respect and kind of give money mm -hmm. if that makes sense I don't know <laughs> <laughs> yeah so how much free time do you have like do you work a traditional 40-hour work week more or less um I work it just depends again on the project sometimes it's less than 40 hours sometimes it's 40 hours sometimes it's way more than 40 hours um usually if it's kind of the beginning of a project or like you know planning stages it might be 40 hours or a little less but as it gets like into the meat of it or it gets towards the end or like closer to the deadline I might be working 16 18 hour days to try and hit the deadline oh. um so it can get it can get pretty rough sometimes <laughs> yeah um, it seems hard it can be crazy <laughs> yeah so what advice do you have for young people considering what you do for the job um well, definitely. So like I said, the working hours can get really crazy. So definitely taking time for yourself so you don't go crazy. And, you know, making sure you're doing like stretches and exercises for your hand so, it don't, you know, you don't hurt your hand. Um, also, just draw, 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 draw. I know it's very cliche, but really like just practice mm -hmm. um, and like draw everything. I mean, Definitely, if you like something, draw that because you're going to be more like inclined to practice if you like what you're doing, if that makes sense. But I do, I mean, I say go outside and draw what you see. You know, if you have pets, draw your pets, you know, draw your characters, draw, you know, everything you can possibly like think of. Because um, you just, it's just the more practice you have, you know, the, the better. And, uh, also a huge thing, and I know this is something that everybody says, but it's true. Everybody says it because it's true, <laughs> is, um, you know, don't compare yourself to others. Uh, like, don't look at someone and go, oh, well, they're five years younger than me, and they're so much better than me, and uh, like, don't, don't do that. Everyone is on their own journey, and everyone has advantages and disadvantages behind the scenes that no one can see, you know, and so, like, don't let any of that get you down. Don't compare yourself to others. Like there's kids online or younger people online than me for sure who are amazing artists. And I just, you know, I'm like, no, this is great. This is inspiring. Like keep going. And like, I, you know, try to be like, yes, I'm going to gather inspiration from these awesome people. So, yeah. Yeah, that's good advice. Thanks. So this one was borrowed from Tim Ferriss, a bestselling author and one of the top podcasters in the world. What is one of the best or most worthwhile investments you've ever made? Um, so education, 
I know I said, you know, and when I say education, I'm not just talking like college education. I'm talking like all everyday education because college can be very prohibitive because it's very expensive. Mm -hmm. Um, But like, I mean, education as in talking to your friends and, you know, being inspired by what they're saying or education and like finding tutorials online and learning how to do things better or like education and like learning about different plants that are like interesting that I can add into like stories or like watching YouTube videos about topics I find interesting or like documentaries that I can like learn a bunch about and then maybe like it'll spark an idea for a story or it'll be information that I can like add into something later on so just all kinds of education just like fill yourself with inspiration you know that Mm -hmm. kind of yeah definitely yeah that's a good point yeah yeah so is there a time in your life where you felt like you completely failed at something but it ended up helping later on in life I mean like all the time (laughs) all the time um but that's that's it you know you can't like, like when I graduated college, excuse me, when I graduated college, um, you know, I got, you know, I would apply and I, I would apply to all kinds of studios and I would get a lot of no's, but those no's I would get, I would kind of use as like inspiration to say, well, that just means, you know, I need to learn a little bit more and like keep going. And kind of every time I would get like a rejection letter, it would come like later. So it felt like, oh, I'm getting further into the process of them looking at my portfolio if that makes sense um uh and it did I mean it got really hard for a long time that the nose definitely started to kind of start beat me down but like you can't let it you know Mm -hmm. uh get you down and you just gotta keep getting back up like I one thing my dad my dad taught me to ski when I was a kid And one thing he um, taught me that I thought was really valuable that I use kind of in everyday life is that like if you're falling down a lot, you know, like it means you're pushing yourself and you're trying new things, you know. And so when you fall down, you just got to get back up because it means, you know, you're pushing through, you're learning. So um, definitely, I feel like you just got to learn from your like failures and get back up does that make sense yeah 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 (laughs) okay so is there a person or I guess people in your life like a parent grandparent teacher coach or a mentor that made a huge impact on you if so in what way and would you like to give that person a quick shout out I mean there's so many I have like a whole list if that's cool (laughs) okay um like my parents definitely they've always been really encouraging they never when I was like I wanted to be an animator they were never like oh well you can't do that because you're never going to make money they're like okay like we'll help you do this which was it's incredible they've always been really encouraging and inspiring um a lot of my extended families like aunt uncle great aunt uncle grandparents um have helped me been really you know uh encouraging and helped with like college stuff. And it was, I don't know, a lot of that. My friends every day, (laughs) because Mm -hmm. just were, you know, I have a lot of friends who are also artists and like people I met when I was in school and we just constantly inspire each other and learn from each other. Um, And then I guess specific people, there's Sherry Fleming, who was a mentor and teacher of mine in college, who 
really was the first one to encourage me to try like to focus on storyboarding like she's like I think you're good at this like you should focus on this and helped me do a mentorship program for a year after I graduated and then there was Barry Cooser who was also a teacher where I went and he helped me put together my portfolio and helped me with storyboarding um, and then there's Chrissy Delk and Jean Kang who are more recent mentors who work in the animation industry um, and they have an incredible mentors and they are very encouraging and they both push me to be better and better like I'll show them my stuff and they'll be like oh here's tips or here's a way you can like push it or yeah so and then there's yeah. probably a million I mean there's a mm-hmm. billion people <laughs> so yeah that's great I hope I hope they listen to the episode and get to hear that yeah thanks yeah me too so knowing what you know now would you have done anything differently growing up um I feel like really the only thing I can think of is like seeking out more learning experiences in like middle school and high school outside of like art class if that makes sense so like looking for like life drawing classes like going to the zoo and drawing looking for more like painting classes and stuff so that I had a wider range of like experiences when I went into college and also trying to find like if there were any animation classes and so because like when I was in middle school and high school the internet was like not what it is now you couldn't just google stuff you know <laughs> yeah um but yeah trying to seek out so def yeah seek out a more varied experience in art yeah that makes sense so what's the best advice you have for young people who want to be successful in life and in their work um just work hard take care of yourself and don't give up you know don't don't let falling down you know you gotta get you gotta get back up so just yeah Mm -hmm. keep going for sure yeah that's really good advice awesome thanks larissa now it's time for the joke of the day awesome when is it bad luck to be followed by a black cat i don't know when is it bad luck to be followed by a black cat when you're a mouse I mean, that's a good point. <laughs> I like it. Thanks. Thanks again for joining us on the Kids yeah. Learn Career Show. Don't forget Thank to you. subscribe to the show and tell your friends. See you next time.